Welcome to Discography, the music podcast that delivers the objective truth about the entire discography of every single artist and band that ever existed. I'm your co-host, Dave Gebro. And I'm your co-host, Joe Kennedy. But I'm your co-host, Dave Gebro. But it's you, you can have two co-hosts. Oh, that's, what co, co. that's what co yeah, is yeah, for. I get it now. Yeah. Okay. So, um... Right off the bat here, this is a, just want to tell you it's a very special episode of Discography. You're probably wondering, what the heck? How do these guys keep up the pace of churning out such stellar entertainment, edutainment? A Thursday episode in addition to all ask, of this stuff? And yes, the answer is yes. So uh, this really is a warm, warm thank you um, and a shout out across the miles to Anthony Fantano and Zach Hart. Uh, Anthony Fantano, uh, he, of course, from The Needle Drop and various offshoots, um, the Internet's busiest music nerd, and Zach Hart, um, affiliated with the show as well, doing his own creative pursuits um, in all different forms of media. These guys have been class acts all the way. They're extremely, extremely busy people. And they gave us so much of their time and um, and prepared for these shows with so much energy. And, like, and it was really... Really, a super rewarding and great to have them on. So, and it really was a, a fantastic experience as far as the symbiosis of a working relationship. This is like you know weeks of working with people, and they really were wonderful. So we just want to thank them uh, from the bottom of our scrotums. And um, so, you know, this actually was a final piece of edutainment that they put together for us. Uh, and sent over to us while this was uh, being put together. They were originally going to do a joint appearance and come on together, and that didn't really pan out, but they did send us this to kind of... Uh, well, well, you'll see. Let them explain. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. Have fun, guys. Okay. No, okay, I am recording now. Okay. I have with me... A podcast inside of a podcast inside of a podcast, Mr. Anthony Fantano of The Needle Drop. How's it going, Anthony? It's it's going great. I'm so excited to be a guest of the guest on this episode of uh, Discography. And it's Discography. Uh, right. And uh, you during are Needle, Needle Drop, Drop. During Needle Drop month. <laughs> it's your month. Somehow I'm on here. Do you want to talk about how I ended up on this podcast? It's because of you. Yeah, it is. It is actually my fault that you got roped into this. Um, you know, the 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 boys hit me up to do an episode uh, about a band's discography, and they suggested, uh, you know, that I pick some catalog for uh, you know us to uh, to dive into. They, they didn't have like a you know an artist uh, to kind of propose to me, and uh, you know, I said, uh, okay, you know what? Here's my harebrained idea. Uh, it would be amazing to do an ELO rundown with my good friend Zach because I, I know how much you love ELO and how much you love Jeff Lynn and we've uh, bonded over some solo Jeff Lynn stuff which we will talk about um, but uh, but yeah you know basically like that was like you know I, I have like these weird crazy um, impulses. Uh, impulses like these ADHD impulses that you know I used to just have in my head and if I would <laughs> say them out there to anybody in the world like you know, I wasn't some famous YouTuber at the time. People would just be like, yeah, okay, what, whatever. That's, I guess that sounds kind of cool, you idiot. Um, but now I'm in a position of like influence. So now I can say these things and for whatever reason, people are like, yeah, that, that sounds like a good idea. We'll do that. Um, so, so what happened was I, it was one of those moments where I did that and I roped and you into it. Real. 
and yeah, it became real. And then when it came time to actually shoot it and record it, I was like, oh yeah, I, I haven't listened to most of the ELO discography yet. Um, and when and, he said, I know, I know you got silent when he sent the full list of how many records they had. Yeah, right, right, right. He, he, he sent the whole thing. Um, hold on. Uh, you looking that up? Yeah, he he sent me like basically the, the full the full rundown of all the albums, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's um, that's." And then that's you left little... me all alone with these guys. Yeah, and, and you know, and then I essentially said like, "Yeah, that's uh, uh something, something I'm gonna have to not to not do." And but the, but they still wanted to really do an episode, and then I said, "Okay, here here's a catalog that's short and sweet, and I know like the back of my hand. Let's let's do Velvet Underground." And and the thing is, when I suggested that, I thought they were going to have you on that episode. I thought, I thought, I thought we were still going to do like, no, 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 no. I was sticking with the yellow. So I'm I'm glad that this happened. So, so it it was actually kind of like a double abandonment thing. I abandoned (laughs) you. And then (laughs) I abandoned you back. Well, let's, let's get in, let's get into the big question here, which is a cooler band, right? Because it's definitely yellow. And and what's your, what's your uh, argumentation for that? Okay. It's simple math. Okay. So you have, um, Lou Barlow and Nico case and I have Jeff Lynn. Right. That's my case. <laughs> well, I mean, I would say, listen, I think, I think like, frankly, the album that we're going to be talking about today, solo Jeff Lynn. And I mean, obviously, you know, it's, it's, we're not, the, we're going to be talking about one track off of one album. No, we're, we're talking about this fucking album, dude. You want to do the whole album? I, I at least want to talk about it a little bit in general and, and say that, like, I feel like this solo Jeff Lynn album is, you know, kind of stands at least a few feet above like a lot of the ELO records and and even some Velvet Underground records. Frankly, I'm, I'm not I'm not a big fan of a uh, Loaded. You know, um, I I I jam Armchair Theater over Loaded every day. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know about that. I I probably would take Loaded. No, no, <laughs> that's that's a huge mistake on your part. <laughs> why, why why would you say that? Well, I just got done recording a huge Velvet Underground podcast, so I'm kind of in that mood. Right. Well, and you I just I, got done doing an ELO podcast, so. I, I would say that's a huge fuck up on your part. To, so to, just so people know, I have recorded the yellow podcast. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's recorded. So, and this and so this is a pod. This is, this is a pod of the pod. In, yeah, this yeah, is a pod within a pod. In after, and I don't remember what I said on the other podcast, but uh, we bonded over Lift Me Up. Yeah, which is a song off of this Jeff Lynn album that dropped in 1990 Armchair Theater. Yeah, go ahead and do a little history of it if you have it. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, basically, uh, the history of it is it's a song and it's a Jeff Lynn song and he wrote it and recorded it and did a music video for it with very choppy animation. No, no, <laughs> my, that's not my, fair to the video. You my, think it's choppy? Well, no, 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 wait, wait, wait. I'm, I'm trying, I'm, I'm actually trying to say it's, it adds to the magic of the video because I love seeing my man in eight frames a second. Um, oh, yeah. I, you know. I think it's very pristine is the word I would use, but I'm, I'm a wordsmith. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I see. Um, but yeah, you know, I, I think he looks really amazing in the music video. I think, I think it's like, it's, it's of its time. I mean, look, what I'm trying to say here is like, um, it's, it's a very uplifting song. Everybody needs a lift me up type moment and lift me up provides that moment. And I like that Jeff isn't really pulling any punches with the title so that you kind of know what you're getting when you go into it. Um, and you know, George, I, George Harrison's on it. You know, I, there, there's a lot of Beatles-esque vibes throughout some moments on 
this record. A, a little Paul, a little John, some of the vocal harmonies as well here and there. It just kind of depends drummer, on the, tra- the drummer's Ringo. Right. It, it depends on the track you're listening to. But like, you know, there are Beatles vibes on this record, Elvis vibes on this record. I mean, you know, think about the time period that this thing dropped. You know, Jeff Lynn is like really hitting at an interesting, like, you know, I, I guess like soft point and in limbo, a purgatory for rock music because we're coming out of the 80s all the hard rock, all the hair metal, all the power ballads. We're fucking sick and tired of it. But Jeff we're is looking like, at, we're looking at like a year before the release of the Rocketeer, which is important. Right. Exactly. That's important <laughs> to the context too. Also important to the context is that this man's dropping this record, essentially beating Nirvana to the punch. You know, it's like he's, he's getting in before the grunge revolution. You know what I mean? I mentioned that uh, actually in our podcast. Well, there you go. Um, there he's you go. getting it in before the grunge revolution here. And on this record, he's like really kind of bringing it back to the basics of, of again, rock and roll. Like, especially on the second track, Don't Let Go, he's kind of bringing those Elvis vibes with some country guitars. It's it's like, you know, the Blues Brothers horn sections as well. Um, he's, he's really kind of like bringing it back to basics. And, you know, he's not so much feeding into the excesses of, you know, the quiet riots and the Van Halens and the Motley Crues of the past 10 years. And he's, he's really kind of reminding people what rock is, is all about. It's about soul. It's about passion. It's about, uh, you know, emotions, it's about love. It's, uh, you know, there's a sweetness to it and innocence to it, uh, especially on, um, number five September song. Like that's a nice little, I, love, I kind of, love that's my second favorite track on the, on that. That's, that's a good ballad. It's, it's like a good yeah. ballad straight out of the fifties. I would say my second favorite track is actually, um, probably, uh, I, I think what would it take? Because to me, that's like mm-hmm. the second closest, that's like the album's second secret hit. You know, to me that that's, that's the other track on the record that sounds like it could be as much of a hit as, um, lift me up was, which I think went number one. Uh, for, oh, Live Me Up is maybe the greatest song ever written. I mean, the greatest music video ever written. Obviously, <laughs> you know. I, I th- but again, I, I like. I think. Uh, I think what would it take is kind of just like just like waiting for TikTokers to like pick it up and turn it into Dude, a viral song. Do you want to talk like about really, TikTok for about a couple hours? Um, do we have time for that? What, what are your thoughts on TikTok? I think TikTok is an app. I think it's okay. uh, entertaining. Okay. Okay. I think it's it's got some good stuff about it. It's got some bad. Are stuff you about are it. you on TikTok? I am on TikTok. I have a, I have eight hundred thousand followers on TikTok. Can you give me your at handle? Uh, it's the Needle Talk. Okay. Man. The Needle T O K. The Needle Talk. I'm gonna check that out. Yeah, check it out tomorrow. Yeah. Um, do you want to break down the music video? Because that's really all I want to talk about. Okay, that's that's fine. <laughs> I, I think we I think we've gone over like how Jeff is okay, re- uh, really really br- really bringing. Record, okay. From from my perspective, is yeah. Is there another record around the '90s that sounds like this record? You know, I, I think there are a lot of records around the nineties and beyond that are trying to sound like this record. Like I, I think, I give, think like, give me, give me seven of them. Look, I'll, I'll, I'll say this. Like Jeff Lynn is on this album, especially he is the alpha and the Omega when it comes mm-hmm. to like any, you know, like boomer or like, you know, like younger on the side, you know, like younger on the side, on the boomer side. Um, who's, who's like, who, who hasn't really just like kind of let go of the sixties and seventies. You know, he, he hasn't let go. He hasn't let go of the spirit of rock and roll. Um, you know, well, th- th- track two is don't track two is don't let go. Right. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah. So yeah. look, Je- Jeff Lynn is like, basically, basically look, there, there's, there's a lot of old boomers out there who have not let go, who've not moved on from the spirit, from the promise of rock music, 
from the promise of Woodstock, the revolution, the energy, just like all that stuff. And they just kind of end up like, you know, uh, spinning their wheels in the mud and they turn old and sad and jaded. And, you know, Jeff has kind of aged into this period while still holding on to the spirit of rock with grace. And mm-hmm. I feel like everybody else who, you know, you might see it like, a sports bar who's like in their fifties and is like strumming a guitar and they're just like, you know, uh, playing their favorite, you know, early Beatles cuts for, uh, people who are, you know, just trying to get like, uh, some shots going and some wings, you know, down their gullet. Um, you know, Je- Jeff, Jeff is like the best version of that. You know, Je- Jeff is like the luxury car version of that. He's, he's like the Cadillac, you know what I mean? Like Plus you he's can- just, a, he's a weird creative yeah, I, I say yeah. this all throughout the podcast. He's he's he's, he's, he's a, a tr- weird he's a weird guy, and I I enjoy that about him. He's a true eccentric. He really is a true yeah. eccentric. And and you know I I don't you know make all those like weird sports bar boomer comparisons to like make fun of Jeff. I say like you know those people who are kind of in the dregs societally in that way. They're trying to be Jeff. They wish they could be Jeff. Jeff is the real deal. Yeah, yeah. you know Jeff 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 is the real Jeff is really held on to that spirit in a way that those other people who, you know, your average 55-year-old divorced dad with a home music studio uh, can can only hope to, you know? It's, Je- like, it's like you're walking a line between, like, compliment and trashing the guy, compliment. No, he's, yeah. he, I'm, I'm saying he... Oh, tra- I, thought, I thought you left me. Just I'm, like I'm, say, I'm saying, podcast, oh, I'm saying he transcends all that. He's above all that. It's like, that, right. that's, when, when I make those comments, I'm saying those are his pretenders, those, those, well, those, are, those are his we're, pretenders. We're at, so you weren't part of any of the previous 15 hours of this podcast, but um, he had already done what he needed to do. It's the 90s now. Right. Like, So he's, he's, taking, playing, he's taking it back to basics. He's, I don't know what he's doing on this record, but it, Lift Me Up, the music video. Yeah. Is, it, is he in on the joke or not? What because joke? Because I watch it. What did you say? What joke? What joke? He's, wait, <laughs> That's the point. All right. So everything today is uh, actually it might have expired, but during our prime, or I guess you're still in your prime. During my prime, like the the question of hipster irony and irony, and yeah. is this ironic on top of irony? Now, am I being ironic, or are you being, or is this? Cool well, now there's now there's post like trash. Now there's post post irony. Yeah, whatever it is, I feel like "Lift Me Up" is the only irony I want to study, because what it, what is this video, Anthony? What does it mean to you? I love it. I watch it all the time. And I and I told um, one of the hosts, I was like, "There's there's a time before you watch this video and a time after you watch this video." Yeah, there's there's I I would call it um, BJ and AJ before Jeff and after Jeff. This, yeah. uh, you know, that time period, but specifically um, lift me up this video. And first off, when you watch it on YouTube, the quality is so bad, right? But it's, it needs to be that way. Yeah. And, and I love how, uh, the, the video title of the, of the most popular version of the song, it, it claims to be remastered. Remastered. <laughs> I don't know what it's. And, and there's also, if you go like five videos down on YouTube, there's a cleaned up, a cleaned up, cleaned up version and it's just as bad a little bit better (laughs) it's like they keep enhancing this terrible thing but that's it's not terrible i don't even know how to describe it see you had warhol you got to talk about warhol i get to talk about this um which i like better than empire or anything warhol's done um 
Okay. Did you have your top three moments from the video? Because I do. Well, what, well, what, what is the joke though? You're, you're talking about like there, there is no joke, right? It's, uh, I. I don't even know how you begin to talk about this video. <laughs> I, I mean, honestly, I just, I see a man who's just enjoying a plane ride. Honestly, like I, I see a man who enjoys his planes. I see a man who enjoys his trains, planes, trains. Um, I see a man who, you know, he's, he's, he's kind of like there, there's, there's a point at which like, it kind of seems like the planes doing, doing a tailspin and falling down. And he's like, you know, coming down in the parachute safely. Um, <laughs> <laughs> okay, here's the reason. Here's one reason why I think it is ironic where right. he's in on the joke is it's it's lift me up, finish what you started, and it's one of the most unfinished pieces of video I've ever seen. <laughs> and there's little clues. There's little clues. <laughs> there's little clues. Like he he, in, he parachutes into a race car, right? Yeah, and then there's nobody driving the other race cars. Yeah, or when the train's going, there's those uh, foam poles or electric electric poles. There's no wires connecting them, so it's almost like the animators are like, "Dude, we're out of money. We're out of time." And then he's singing, "Finish what you started." So that to me makes me cry almost every time. I also think it's funny as someone who loves like cutting videos and editing. The greatest thing about cutting a music video is you you go off the beat or a cool guitar riff, and this mm. song has all that, right? Yeah, right. And they only do, in my opinion, at the thirty second mark. So now everybody really get into the time codes here. Uh, but at the thirty second mark, there's like a triple cut, right? Off of a drum beat is a beautiful cut, but they couldn't animate it, so they did the cuts, and it's just a wide shot of a train, medium shot of the train, close up the train wheels, but they're not moving. Mm. And it's the only time in the entire video where they try to cut to a beat mm. and it happens at the 32nd mark and then they never try to do it again. Mm. So that's hilarious to me. Um, my favorite part is like around like one thirty. he does this, like his head goes down, right. Then he does a double wobble and then he does a head flip and it makes me laugh every time. And then my favorite part is when the train comes out of the fireplace. I, I think that's the, greatest piece of art can we nft that how do we what is that yeah the train coming out of the fireplaces is, is pretty amazing because like it's, up until up until that point like most of the vehicles are in places that kind of make sense but then once the train is coming out of the fireplace like all bets are off <laughs> i think about when i wake up in the morning i go oh yeah that train came out of the fireplace every day for the last 20 years but um, i mean you know to me the video is really just you know it's, it's more about travel he's just always he's on a plane mm-hmm. he's in a car he's you know, next to a train and then they're in the rocket ship, you know? Oh, no. Can we talk about the rocket ship? Yeah. So, what, what, what does that symbolize to you? Well, space travel. <laughs> well, I mean, outside of that. <laughs> no. Uh, well, if you look closely, I mean, in, well, there's, in like, there's in a like, love interest. There's in a like, woman. Yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah, yeah. There's right, a which, woman in the top window, right? Yeah. And if yeah. you look closely, all of a sudden a monkey pops out, right? Yeah. So I think they're making a reference to they used to send monkeys into space. Right. But... This is why I think this video is a genius video. You know what's on in his? In his window? Yeah. What what's what's you in his window? You look closely, he's underwater and there's a fish swimming around him. Oh. But in the same one, she has a monkey. Right. So there you go, buddy. Right. <laughs> what 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 do you make of the um the smoking uh sun? Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. Well, you what, know, the son's addicted to cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's pretty obvious. Is Jeff a chain smoker? I don't know. I don't. I don't want to judge the man. Yeah. Um, you you th- you think the son is smoking cigarettes? You don't think he's like smoking weed? 
Oh, that that could be. Po- I don't know what weed looks like. Um, yeah. So it looks especially. Pr- it looks pretty similar. Okay, to a yeah. cigarette. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. There are people who get get arrested for cigarettes, and and the cops think it's think it's weed. What do you no. think about the um? What, what do you, what do you think about like the acoustic like switch up toward the end? Where you well, that's George. That's it? that's that's Harrison George on the on the acoustic guitar. No, it's it's it. No, it's it's still it's still Jeff. Oh, by the way, early on, uh, if you look in the background when it's like him in front of the house and the girls reading the ticker, yeah, um, there's like weird photos that of like Tibetan monks. I want to say mm. that flash. For two frames each, he hides a lot of things in this video. I don't. Do you think it's Jeff's idea or the director's idea? Yeah, it's it's like a it's like a Fight Club type thing. Um, well, Fight Club ripped off Persona, which we did mention in our podcast. Yeah, yeah, Fight Club is bro Persona. Hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't really know what the you know is 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 up with that. Well, you know, it's 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 actually it's actually like it's it's actually quite amazing animation uh when the plane is spiraling down because Mm -hmm. uh because you see the plane turning in three dimensions and with that we see different dimensions of jeff like he's not just static like as as the plane turns jeff is also turning and what's weird is like the arrow that is in the plane also doesn't move it sort of it it stays it stays in a certain spot while the plane is spiraling, so that's that's also wow. kind of odd. But Je- Jeff still has like quite a bit more movement than you would expect for something with like a green screen. Well, there was no green screen. There was no animation in this video. I looked it up. Oh, it's all live action. It's all live action. Jeff insisted it. You know, he's like uh, Tom Cruise is in the news for his Top Gun stunts and his Mission Impossible stunts. How he does them all. Right, right. And I just looked up. It was one of the few things I looked up. Is Jeff Lynn did all this in camera one shot. This is a one shot take. Right. <laughs> um, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And they didn't have steady cam back then. I mean, he did it. He shot it too himself. You know, this is reminding me this is actually like I'm, I'm drawing a bit of a, a comparison here, but I feel like, I feel like Jeff Lynn is, is really kind of like the, I'm, I'm just trying to think of like the modern music landscape and like what's out there now. And I'm just trying to think of like, wh- where are today's ELO? Like where, where is the ELO of today? Who's, are we saying seri- in, in all seriousness? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, and, and I, don't, I don't, inter- fire, don't I interrupt said, me. Said, don't interrupt me. Oh. Don't interrupt me. Stop. <laughs> well, not during needle drop month. I wouldn't Yes, dare. please. Thank you. Um, I'm starting to think like the more that I see this video, the more that I'm seeing like how truly like, and honestly like ELO is, 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 is if we're being honest, it's really one guy. It's Jeff. Um, you know, the thing is like, I, I feel like ELO and Jeff are like, you know, of, of this time period, they're really like the tame Impala and Kevin Parker of that, of that time period. Oh, did you want me to respond? I, w- I wanted you to say that you're right. No, I compare them to fiery furnaces. You you think everything is like fiery furnaces? Well, no, my two favorite bands, the ELO and the fiery furnaces, are a lot alike. Yeah, that's the only, that's the only reason. You, <laughs> that's the only reason you think they're similar. You you just really like them both. No, I think that okay. So not Jeff Lynne's solo stuff, but the eight records that I love of ELO, I think that they're constantly changing. You're never ahead of them as a listener all the things I like about them. Where, where, where's fiery furnaces, Mr. Blue Sky. 
Ooh, good question. Um, they do a lot. I like uh, Philadelphia Grand Jury opening of uh, Widow City. That's yeah. kind of like a epic. No, no, it's it's actually like that's 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 where it's at okay well they also have a song called mr blue sky yeah um that's pretty good mm-hmm. no fire do you like the fire furnaces no i I, th- I think they're fine okay well yeah. that's not the appropriate answer but well, well, they they didn't get the best Pitchfork review, so I, I never I never gave that them a is shot. true. Yeah. I don't like them anymore. You're right. Yeah, Pitchfork Pitchfork, um, Pitchfork made some points. Okay, well, let me uh, light me round. Ask you a couple of quick questions here. Uh, right. What's your favorite ELO album proper? My favorite ELO album proper is the one with uh, the spaceship on it. Okay, <laughs> because it's it's they 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 did a better spaceship album than Boston did. my notes here boston chicago or elo uh it's it's elo are you kidding me yeah no i agree chicago has some really good live albums yeah but chicago like chicago again it's just the live albums and, and boston in my opinion just really has the one album okay boston chicago elo place to live no still elo okay all right. Do you have any questions for me? Um, you know, I would say I would ask you. You know, wh- where do you, where do you feel like you know the the new stuff is right now creatively? Like, you know, are are you are you excited about the new stuff? Like, are you excited about you know the album they came out with several several years ago? Was it necessary? Uh, Jeff Lynn's ELO? Yeah. Is, is it was it was it necessary to call it Jeff Lynn's ELO? Is is Jeff on a power trip right now? Well, that's the good thing. This is a good bridge because we're about to answer that on the rest of this episode of Discography. Right, right. <laughs> and tune in, tune in next time for the finale of no. Uh, so yeah, I think that's all good, right? Yeah, that sounds good. I don't know. Should we have them? Are you going to edit this, or should we have them edit? I'm just going to send. I'm just going to send it to them. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just. I'm just going to send it over. All right. Well, we hope you uh, enjoyed that conversation between Anthony and Zach. Um, we sure did. We had a big smile on our face when we when they sent it over and we gave it a listen. So we wanted, I cried. <laughs> we definitely wanted to share with you. Um, so you know, just a reminder. I seriously, did I cried? <laughs> Why don't you want to talk about this? Uh, I'm just trying to change the subject. I know for your sake. <laughs> so um, hey, so our Facebook discussion group, the Soldiers of Sound Discography, the Facebook group is really picking up steam. We're kind of in there a lot, interacting with y'all and um, I highly recommend that you come join that if you're into the show we are in there all the time it's really uh, kind of uh, lively discussions happening in there um, if for very understandable reasons you don't like Facebook we're also on Instagram at Discography Pod come find us there but um, honestly on what, whatever platform that you call home you're going to be privy to a never ending flow of ongoing bonus content giveaways uh, free swag and also, most importantly, encouraging words of wisdom on how to never, ever give up on your rock and roll dreams of maintaining a Lester Bangs-like perspective deep into adulthood. Hey, it, it turns out we didn't actually die before we got old. Uh, we're still here. So we got to revamp and reassess. And that's what Discography is. 
Right, we're still here, so you might as well make the best of whatever time we have left. That's before, right. Before we shuffle off the mortal coil. We're just about to die, so do it discography <laughs> style. Right. We'll see you Sunday. On Discography. discography.